Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I am your host, Simone, and I wanted to share a little bit of a different episode. So as you all may know, last week, a motion to have my lawsuit dismissed was filed by the caregiver. So I've kind of been, it's been a little chaotic for me. So I'm not 100% sure if I'll actually be able to make an episode happen this week, especially since the episode goes really in depth into like my dad's arrest and all of that. And I've actually been working with the Texas because he was arrested in Houston, Texas. I've been working with the district uh, clerk down there because I'm trying to acquire the legal records related to that case, which I actually have never seen before. So I'm sure that'll be a treat. But in the meantime, I wanted to deliver something. So I'm kind of not sure today right now if I'll be able to make an episode happen. I really hope so. But if not, hopefully this uh, suffices. So it's kind of a swerve. So I was Googling the legal records for my dad's bigamy case that happened. Well, we found out about November 2012, but he actually wasn't arrested until like March 10th, 2014. And so that's just like average of how long a case takes, how long people see justice. Like there's, there's just so many conversations to be had about the justice system and how it's so slow moving. But anyway, I was on the internet, just, you know, prowling around looking for documents and information. And I came across a news article about my dad's bigamy that I had actually never seen before. And it had comments below it about my dad. And they were actually kind of funny. So I was like, you know what, let me do a podcast where I read this article. And it kind of coincides more with his arrest, which will be in the next episode. But I'm like, you know what, let me read this article and let me read the comments because wow. So the headline is man 62 charged with bigamy was busted when his second wife used his cell phone to call his first wife. Then it has some bullet points of information. And this is on the Daily Mail, by the way. So feel free to Google it on your own if you wish. So it says Patrick Smith accused of marrying Janet Mills Mon while still married to his wife of 34 years. And it lists my mom name, my mom's name. And it says that my mom and dad separated in September 2006, but never divorced. And Smith married Mon in 2009. The second first wife who lives in Washington found out about Smith's second wife when she received a call from Mon from Texas in November 2012. Mon filed for divorce last year. Smith faces 10 years in jail if convicted. So here's the actual article and it has my dad's mugshot, which is not a cute mugshot. Like, you know, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, they all have cute mugshots. My dad, unfortunately, does not. So the article says a 62-year-old man charged with bigamy was busted after his second wife used his cell phone to call his first wife. Patrick Smith from Texas is accused of marrying Janet Mills' mom while still married to his wife of 34 years. His first wife, who lives in Washington, said she found out about her replacement when Mon called her from her husband's phone in November 2012. It's not clear why she called. Although from the back end, we know that she had my dad's cell phone and we assume that she went through the cell phone and just found like texts from my mom, me, my sister, you know, that he was coming to see us. So we think that she went through his phone and that's what triggered the call. So now it's quoting my mom. 
A woman asked for my husband. I said, he's at work in Texas. And she didn't answer, according to the Houston Chronicle. She just said, who is this? And I said, this is his wife. And she said, no, this is his wife. My mom then reported my dad to authorities, which is true. But actually, the initial filing came from my dad's bigamist wife, Jan. So she actually made the original complaint. So this is like so interesting to me because it's interesting how the media can report things and how some of it, it's like, there's like a kernel of truth in everything, but it's never like the full comprehensive story. So it's like, yes, my mom reported him to authorities, but that happened after Jan did. Jan triggered that first and the police were looking for my dad. He was up here in Washington with us. And then afterwards, like the detectives, you know, got in contact with my mom. Then she acknowledged like, yes, he did that. So that's actually like technically true to some capacity, but the timeline and the way it's laid out isn't exactly true. So it says that my mom separated from my dad in 2006 and that we're Catholic and we do not believe in divorce, but needed the separation. So she's not responsible for her husband's credit card bills which is true. If we remember, my father in 2004 was having like a nervous breakdown and he was doing a lot of weird, sketchy stuff financially. And so my mom wanted to kind of separate herself from that. So nothing negative would happen to her financially because of his decision-making. So Smith, allegedly believing his legal separation constituted a divorce, moved to Texas and married Mon in 2009. This is not true, he like he knew he was legally separated from my mom like we we have like messages from him that show, showed he knew he was married to my mom still like you know that was a given so it's like but that of course in the court of law that was his stance that he believed he was divorced like that was what he used in court going against this case um but we actually know he did know he did know and he confirmed it to all of us <laughs> So, um, and he moved to Texas prior. I think he moved to Texas about 2005, six-ish, maybe. So that's a little misleading. Okay, so Smith's indictment was handed up by a Fort Bend grand jury on February 10th. So my dad was indicted by a grand jury, and there's a lot of conversation right now about grand juries with the whole Trump thing and that indictment. There's a lot more dialogue, but I will say that getting indicted by a grand jury, from my understanding, is like significant. Like it's really heavy because it shows that several people believed that you did something wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) it's kind of a, yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, It is kind of a big deal. And I, I think it's good that there's dialogue around grand juries and what they mean right now. But it says he could serve 10 years behind bars if convicted, although under Texas law, reasonably believing one is divorced can be used as a bigamy defense. Then it has some pictures of my parents. And then it just says that um, that my mother believes that bigamy is a crime that should be punished. And um, my dad's attorney um who is John Venza Jr. However, Smith's attorney, John Venza Jr. argues that my mom was purely motivated by greed. So when Smith's second marriage ended last year, mom was awarded part of her husband's retirement in the settlement. 
lawyers for my mom argued that mom's marriage to Smith was illegal and therefore she was not entitled to anything. They said a judge invalidated the marriage and mom's right to any of Smith's retirement benefits. People need to stand up for themselves and get this out there because it's a lot like identity theft and fraud. It can all be mixed together is what my mom told News 92 FM. Venza, my dad's attorney, hopes the case will be dismissed at the court date in April. Fort Bend County should have no interest in essentially what's a family law matter. This is all about a greedy woman in Washington. It's all about money. Um, so it's like, that was like the media, my dad's like, and his attorney's media portrayal of my mom, that she was like a greedy woman and it was about money, but it's just like, there's a glaring, it's like with me, like there's a glaring reality that she's legally his wife. Like it doesn't have, it doesn't matter if she's greedy or not. She's legally his wife. Same thing in my case. It doesn't matter if I'm jealous of the caregiver or she thinks I'm a terrible person. I'm still my dad's legal child. So it's kind of interesting how this mirrors and like, <laughs> just like looking, I mean, I have to say like looking back and reading this after so many years and like what's going on in my life now is wild to me how it's so parallel between my mom's experience and now mine. Like it's like insane to me because I'm like, now I'm being portrayed as the villain and greedy, jealous, you know, insert whatever word, you know, in the caregiver's narrative, but there's like this glaring reality that like legally, it doesn't matter if I have any of those characteristics. I'm still like legally my dad's child. So it's frustrating. And it was frustrating for my mom because that wasn't her intent. Her intent is that she's a good person. You know, my dad did something morally very wrong and, you know, she felt it needed to be addressed. Same thing with me. I felt I feel the caregiver has done something very morally wrong and it needed to be looked at. That's my intent. That was my mother's intent. So it's it's frustrating getting vilified by people when you just want to do like something good and put things right. But at the same time, like you just have to have that really thick skin with this. And I'm really glad that this whole bigamy thing happened as like traumatic as it was it was like one of the biggest traumatic experiences of my life it's also like I'm happy I had that experience because that gave me really thick skin to really help me navigate this current situation where I I you know apparently this caregiver like I've shared is allegedly writing a book about this situation she's probably going to have a couple chapters about me and I'm just like whatever you do you like you're (laughs) you know whatever (laughs) go for it so it, it, it's interesting to me how it kind of mirrors everything. So it's just fascinating. Okay, so I'm going to scroll down to the comment section, which was there's 10 comments and um, oh my gosh. Okay, show more. Okay, some of these are a little inappropriate, just like heads up. I thought they were funny because I see humor in like all of this. That's my coping mechanism. Um, somebody recently reached out and asked me, they're like, sometimes they're like, you're going through so much, but like, I have to laugh. Like the things you say are so funny. Like is humor your coping mechanism? And I'm like, feel free to laugh at any part of this because when you look at it, it is funny. Um, a lot of it's funny. And so it's like, yes, laugh. Laughter is my coping mechanism. And also I think laughter, like, like I've always said, builds resilience. It's just a good thing to have in traumatic experiences. 
So I'm going to read the comments. The first comment is all caps. And it says, cool. Now he can do the menage a trois thing he's been dreaming of. And then somebody else says, oh, brother, this guy's only crime is that he's dumb. The headline makes it sound like he's been leading a double life. He legally separated from his wife eight years ago and lives a thousand miles away. That comment had 38 um, likes or whatever. And yeah, I'm like, boy, that guy nailed it. Like my dad really did love living a double life. So here's another one. How can the man on the reality show have five wives and get paid to act in front of the camera? And yet this man may go to jail. He needs to start screaming his religious beliefs allow this. On another note, so glad this guy got caught. Lucky he was able to get one wife, much less two from the looks of him. Please note, like I've said, my dad's mugshot ain't cute. Um, And that's like interesting as it talks about like, you know, the differences of how bigamy or polygamy can be viewed. Um, But like I've said, my family's Catholic. My dad was a staunch Catholic. Catholicism were not about polygamy or bigamy. Another comment, I don't understand how anybody can be a bigamist when all marriages after the first aren't legal and are null and void. There are no laws against having multiple lovers slash baby mamas, and that's all they are. Next one, who in their right frame of mind, man or woman, would want two balls and chains hanging around their necks like albatrosses? We really are in decline as a species. Pick one and be happy as you possibly can. They're bossing you around and giving you honeydew lists. That one, I doesn't ultimately make sense to me, but you know, good for him. <laughs> number one, I wouldn't give him a divorce or number one, my mom wouldn't give him a divorce because she was Catholic and for her own selfish reasons, wanted a legal separation. I kind of see how he may have thought he was free, not too bright, perhaps. It may work to his advantage to free up his pension from greedy second wife. Hope he hangs up his guns when the smoke clears here. That's actually my personal favorite line from any of these comments. Um, Like I hate seeing my mom being called selfish, obviously, but I love the hope he hangs up his guns when the smoke clears here. I almost want to reach out to this commenter. He's listed as Captain Dan. And I want to be like, hey, Captain Dan, guess what? He did not hang up his guns when the smoke clears. (laughs) That never happened. Um, Somebody commented, two women agreed to marry him. And then the next comment, this man is the victim of discrimination. We should hold a rally in support of his right to marriage equality. And then another comment, since the 60s, marriage has gotten very confusing. And so the last comment, It seems this man genuinely believed he was legally separated, divorced in his mind. That said, maybe getting out of his second marriage would be a blessing too. Um, So those were interesting comments. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) I, I had never seen this article before and I found it and I was like, oh, yikes, there's comments. So I might do some more hunting to see if there's any more articles with comments because I I personally am amused by these. Um, I just, yeah, what a situation. And it's a weird crime, right? Like you don't really hear about it very much. But, you know, I've always agreed with my mom that it is kind of like fraud and identity theft. Like there there is elements of that in there. But um, circling back to my dad's attorney, 
there's like a video news clip of him and he's just sweating profusely and like calling my mom greedy. I'll have to post it on the Instagram, but I looked up his website and he says that, um, my clients benefit from the fact that I consistently outwork and outsmart government prosecutors. And I'm like, good Lord, that's so like, (laughs) that's cringe. That's cringe to, yeah. Anyway. So I wanted to share this because I thought it was funny. I think it's interesting. I had never seen it before and I am working on the next episode, but my um, concern was that it is, you know, focusing on like a lot of legal stuff. And I want to make sure I have like the documents and the right context and have all the correct information. And I'm meeting with my attorneys this week. So it's just balancing everything. So I'm really sorry if I'm unable to make an episode happen, but I'm going to try really hard to make it happen because I think it's important to get this information out there. But with that, I will leave you all (laughs) to enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope you enjoyed um, the news article, the context around the news article, because some of the facts were a little, a little cattywampus, a little misleading. And of course, the comment section, comment sections are always lit. So <laughs> have a good day, y'all.